What we do today as the modern day ukulele builder is we inspire the soul. And how we do that is, yes, through the ukulele, but even beyond that. On a humanitarian level, the ukulele provides so much aloha. But we also remember how important the land is. And for planting a koa tree, for every ukulele we build, is not something we just say, but it's something we do. Meet Joe Souza, a master craftsman of the Hawaiian ukulele, whose love for the indigenous music of this US state in the Pacific Ocean is matched by his commitment to reforestation and the spreading of goodwill as part of the culture of aloha. I'm Daniel Dickinson and I'm on the island of Oahu and in this Lid Is On podcast from UN News, I'll be finding out how the journey to build this iconic instrument begins and ends in the mountain forests of this remote tropical island. Why Joe Souza believes he's nourishing and inspiring people's souls in the process. And how the sustainable use of finite resources in Hawaii is helping to protect the fragile ecosystem and prevent environmental degradation. I'll also be hearing how making ukuleles can foster economic and social progress while preserving indigenous culture. Welcome to Kanilea Ukulele. It's a small family-owned and run business nestling on the northeastern shore of Oahu, one of the islands that are part of the Hawaiian archipelago right in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. This is one of the world's remotest places. It's over 2,000 miles from the nearest landmass and like many islands faces challenges in terms of access to resources. Joe Souza is what's known as a master luthier, a craftsman of this quintessentially Hawaiian instrument. He's been making ukuleles for over 20 years, and the model he's playing now was made in his workshop. The journey for the ukulele starts in the forest. And in our case, we use koa wood. Koa is an endemic hardwood. And we only use dead and fallen koa trees to build these playable masterpieces. So I share that the life of this koa tree now lives in our instrument and spreads aloha throughout the world. But the reality is these koa trees have lived their life and it could have been a windblown branch or you know a storm that came through and these prized pieces now are being really captured and shared into our instrument with the sound that koa provides. When we go ahead and bring in a new piece, this log or this raw material is ultimately going to become a musical instrument. So there's a particular way we want the wood to be cut. In a musical instrument world, we call it quarter sawn or vertical grain. And to prepare the wood to become a musical instrument, again, that journey started in the forest. So we want the wood to dry very slowly or season properly because ultimately it plays a final effect on the final tone. The ukulele is typically a four-stringed instrument made from wood that resembles a small classical guitar. It was adapted from Portuguese instruments that were brought to the archipelago by immigrants from Madeira and Cape Verde in the 1880s. 
Ukuleles are designed and built from scratch in this compact two-storey workshop, nestling at the base of the imposing verdant forested mountains which dominate the Oahu National Wildlife Refuge. A symphony of sounds cutting and shaping, sanding, milling and finishing resonates as you pass through different areas given over to the production process. Here, a precision tool cuts the necks and bodies of the instruments, an automated part of the process which is otherwise largely carried out by hand. The detail that we're able to achieve today as a modern-day builder, I mean, literally, we're talking thousands of an inch throughout the whole shop. Uh, we're constantly checking tolerances and thicknesses because we're looking at the accuracy and ultimately the tone that we're able to create today as the modern-day ukulele builder. And undeniably, the tone that we're able to create today is different. You know, I wouldn't say better or worse because tone is like taste. A bridge, a small rectangular piece of wood on the body of the instrument to which the strings are attached, is sanded by hand. The richly grained appearance of the light brown koa hardwood is coming through strongly. The building process has as many as 300 different steps and, perhaps not surprisingly, it takes at least a week for the 17 people involved in the various stages to make each instrument. The company makes up to 3,000 ukuleles each year. Some, which are made to order, can cost as much as four or 5,000 US dollars. They're exported across the world to places like Japan, South Korea, China and Europe. An international business which Joe Souza says is booming, but which is still heavily rooted in local Hawaiian culture. The production of each ukulele in the workshop is meticulous and exacting, but the physical manifestation of the instrument has to be based on a concept of sustainable production and reverence for traditional Hawaiian culture. In Hawaiian teaching, there is what's called olalo no'eau, or words of wisdom. And I think every indigenous society has these kind of treasures or these words of wisdom that have been passed on. In Hawaiian, there's all of these sustainable conservation kind of newer words even in Hawaiian uh, which is kind of a newer term but it's been practiced and been tried and true for so many years to allow our ancestors to basically survive in the most remote place on the planet and not just survive but thrive so with that taking those practices of, of traditional ways of approaching business and applying it to our business and looking creatively on what we do and how we do it. And that's where from one ukulele, or for every ukulele we build, we plant a koa tree. You know, that thought comes from that simple recipe of planting a koa tree for every ukulele we build. So many people ask, well, well from these old growth, uh, what we call kupuna koa trees that have died and lived their life, we can now build an instrument from them. And we've always shared the life of that koa tree now lives in our instrument. From that one old growth koa tree, we might be able to build a thousand ukuleles. It's that big, you know, these are the trees that our ancestors built canoes from. So from that simple recipe of planting a koa tree for every ukulele we build, we can see how the native Hawaiian forest is gonna win. So it's how do we apply that? But not just say we do it, but actually do it. You know, and this is what we do. For every ukulele we build, we plant a koa tree. 
and we're restoring the native forest. Joe Souza and his family, his wife and three sons, are all involved in the business. They've also set up an organization which has focused on the reforestation of Hawaii's native forest. It will ensure that there will always be koa wood from which they can make ukuleles. And it also means that the indigenous mountain ecosystem of their homeland will be preserved. Over the past five years, 18,500 trees, koa and other endemic species, have been planted by the organisation. The goal is 195,000 trees, which Joe Souza says equates to 1,000 for every country in the world. The conservation work in which the Souza family is engaged as part of building a thriving company is one small example of how the responsible and sustainable exploitation of natural resources can go hand in hand with business development and ultimately economic progress. The success of Canilea Ukulele demonstrates that sustainability and profitability can coexist. The idea of sustainable production is the focus of one of 17 Sustainable Development Goals, or SDGs, targets agreed by countries across the world to build peace, prosperity and eradicate poverty while protecting the planet. A whole range of UN agencies are involved in working towards SDG 12, which goes under the title Responsible Consumption and Production. Kevin Cassidy is the head of the International Labour Organization's Office for the United States. He believes now more than ever that as the world faces the unprecedented challenge of the coronavirus pandemic, it's important that economic development is based on environmentally sustainable and socially inclusive production. Our global economic development model has generated unprecedented prosperity. However, it has had devastating impact on the environment through the loss of biodiversity, the pollution of the oceans and groundwater, uh, and this is undermining our continued economic and social progress. Additionally, COVID pandemic has exposed the linkages between public health and the environment, and it shows that a healthy life and workplace and productive economies depend on a healthy environment. So as countries begin to reopen their economies, we should take the opportunity to foster a transition to a green economy and lay the foundations for environmental sustainability, socially inclusive production and consumption as we build back better. Back in the workshop of Canilea Ukulele, production has started again after what Joe Souza describes as the craziness of the pandemic and the 10-week lockdown in Hawaii. Demand for the instrument, especially the high-end models, has been strong as people have more time to dedicate to new or established pastimes like playing the ukulele. And Joe Souza says the reforestation activities that he and his family have continued throughout have brought some calm during the uncertainty of the pandemic and underline the importance of running a business in a sustainable way. This is Daniel Dickinson reporting from the island of Oahu in the Hawaiian archipelago for this special Liddies on podcast from UN News. And as they say here in Hawaii, aloha and mahalo. Goodbye and thank you for tuning in.
Bravo. Mahalo.